of the Her Healthful podcast. It's been two weeks since you've last heard me speak and I was away on vacation. I'm sure you guys saw on my stories if you follow me on Instagram. I was out on the west coast of Canada and I had so much fun. I'm going to kind of give you a little rundown on this episode of my trip and I had a lot of requests for recommendations because I think so many Canadians are realizing, I mean, first of all, travel is kind of weird because we've been in a pandemic for the past almost two years now. So I think to just now have it all unlocked and getting all of these restrictions pulled is a little weird because we're just so used to being indoors and not allowed to go anywhere and having face masks and all the things that came with it so i think that now that there is less restrictions at least for where i am some people are turning to travel you know international is definitely more of a risk but i just decided that you know why not go into canada's backyard like it's not that far and i haven't been before and i've just been wanting to go forever so i did that i it was so fun and i'm just going to first before i get into my trip i am going to do my segment of rose thorn and bud and then i will just talk a little bit about my trip just some updates i'm going to keep this one quite short because i i just don't have it in me to talk for too long right now and then i'm gonna hopefully have some more guests on in the future i really had so much good feedback on the last episode with sam and she was just so delightful to have on definitely check out the last episode if you haven't already and dm me any guests that you would like to hear on the podcast anybody on instagram like ranging from wellness to like a totally different area i'm open to it all so yeah just let me know um and i will get into some q a at the end of the episode that i asked on instagram i'm gonna keep this one short and sweet even though this is the second time i am recording this episode my first take was last night and i've just decided i am not a evening recorder for podcasts i am not in the right headspace i really just wanted to have a calm night and relax and i don't know what propelled me to record i just didn't really have good time management this week because i'm getting back into the flow of things after my vacation so i am realizing that i don't have my water with me here so brb while i go get my water and then we'll get into my trip okay so have water in hand i'm just gonna take a sip I totally could have done that off of the recording, but you know, keeping it real here. Okay, so just giving a quick rundown of my trip. I went to Vancouver, which is in BC, and that was like it's a big city, obviously. So we stayed in the heart of down- downtown and we stayed in an Airbnb. It was me and three of my girlfriends so one of them had already been to vancouver before so it was kind of nice to have somebody who knew the city a little bit and yeah it was super fun we did 
obviously a lot of touristy type things because I feel like when you first go somewhere and you've never been there before you just have to do the touristy things that everybody says you need to see and that's why I kind of like revisiting places the second third whatever time compared to the first time because you're already familiar with kind of the layout of places and you don't have to do those really touristy things that you did the first time and then the other times you can kind of feel more like a local and do those more um, niche out of the way things not that i'm complaining or anything but just in my experience when i go somewhere a second time it's always a lot more enjoyable for me personally but nonetheless we had a great time we did the stanley park bike ride that was really really lovely actually you just like rent some bikes and you bike along um next to the water really really nice and i think just like the air near a big um body of water is so different and so much more it's not as humid like in toronto it's very very humid and it just feels very sticky and that's why summer's here like when it gets hot it gets kind of gross you know but on the west coast like even when i went to cali before i loved how it was such a dry heat and you don't feel as gross so definitely missing that air was really nice to just literally look everywhere and you see mountains in the background that was just amazing obviously i feel like a tourist saying that because i remember we had a um a bartender or server one night and she was just like saying how she lived in vancouver her whole life and she would love to move to toronto and we're like but what about the mountains like don't you like love them they're just so beautiful and she's like honestly i've seen mountains every day of my life i could go without it so it just goes to show wherever you live you kind of take for granted the things that tourists or outsiders might really appreciate and either way every um part was beautiful i think i thought that i was gonna really really fall in love with vancouver to a point where i'd want to move there i didn't get to that point and i think there's just a sort of energy for at least where i was staying the downtown core that it wasn't exactly what i was hoping for i think i now that i live in downtown toronto i am more immersed in the like toronto life and just having like the vibe and the energy be more apparent to me and i think i preferred the toronto vibe to be honest but i really enjoyed the more naturey aspects and the fact that things are so close to the city like you drive one two hours and you just have the most stunning views and like the most stunning hike and it's just unreal so yeah not shaming vancouver if you live there i'm not saying it's a bad city or anything i really thoroughly enjoyed my trip but i thought i was gonna love it so much that i wanted to move there and i think for now i'm like fine in toronto so yeah we also um what else did we do we tried a different a lot of different places to eat um had sushi i really wanted to go to miku but like we should have done reservations earlier because they're just fully booked and miku is supposed to be one of the best sushi spots there we have one in toronto but apparently in vancouver it's just unreal obviously because they have more fresh seafood than us but yeah i think i did a post actually with some of my favorite restaurants so far in vancouver when i was there so definitely check that out can't really remember all the names there was one place called joe forte and that was like our fancy dinner out and that was super super yummy the 
fish was amazing so if you want to have like a really fancy night out spend a little bit more money on a really good meal definitely recommend that and yeah my favorite areas were probably um main street was just like if you like thrifting and boutiques and that sort of vibe i would definitely recommend walking along main street there was one thrift store i don't remember the name of it but if you dm me i will like look it up for you and message you and i got like me and my friend both found lululemon leggings i think they're more kind of like a colors and styles that were they're not really made right now but they were each 40 dollars, and they were really good condition it was kind of like a um it, i won't even call it a thrift store but it was very very nice they had like tna zara like aritzia they had so many things so it was kind of a really nice street to find things that you would maybe find in like normal stores but not spending as much money so that was great i love that yale town is really nice it's more upscale i would say and nice restaurants and i think i liked the day we went to whistler so we also did a day in whistler and one of my favorite days because whistler was stunning and it's actually where people go to ski a lot in the winter but obviously during the summer you can go and take the gondola it's worth it go from the peak to peak stunning views literally looks like a postcard and yeah that was great also we did a hike it was called the saint mark summit hike and if you're planning to do this let me just tell you that it is a four hour round trip hike and it's not two hours we asked somebody and she said it was two hours but now we know she meant two hours on the way up so it's a two hours on the way down and i also posted an instagram with like the view so we so the view was stunning right and it was definitely worth it for the view it's like the one where i'm literally sitting on a big peak and i look like i'm in the sky so it was stunning you don't see that i'm literally so sweaty and my heart is pulsing out of my body because we were not ready for this and also when i took that pic i think it was like 7 p.m so we're like sort of caught the sunset not really like i think we started to head down at 8 um or 8 30 and we're like okay we have to be fast because it's gonna get dark and we don't want to hike in the dark you can get lost so easily which is dangerous and we were also scared of bears it was just the whole thing and by the time we got home it was midnight or like 11 30 and then the next day was the whistler day so we and for the whistler day we woke up at like 5 30 or 6 so it was like i love traveling and i love the buzz of it and i love like all the new places restaurants like it really is um something that fuels the soul but i'm not gonna lie when i say coming home was also very much a treat and it just felt so good to be back in my space you know that first shower you take the first face mask like all of those things just hit so different when you come back from a trip but again it's i really needed this trip too it was very much um i was at a point where i was feeling very stale with my routine and traveling was a part of my life before covid and i really enjoyed it for that reason it took it takes me out of my routine and it kind of pushes you out of your comfort zone because there are many foods you are eating out and maybe you're drinking more and not hydrating enough and not sleeping enough but like at the end of the day 
it's not going to be like that forever. It, like traveling, you always come home. And I had a lot of people actually ask me, are you working out? Are you like, what are you eating? And all of those things. Because even though I am a wellness uh, focused page, I do advocate for balance and balance is really important to me. On my vacation, I did not go to a workout class or do any intentional workout like that. I did a lot of walking and I did a lot of hiking and that was enough for me. That was enough for my body. And also like I didn't have the time to go to a workout class or do anything like that. There's just so much to do, especially in a place where you are not there for that long. Like say if I was somewhere for a month, like in LA or something like that, then you have the time to do that kind of stuff because you're essentially living there for a month. But in Vancouver, I was there for like six days or yeah, six days, I think. So I wanted to make the most of it with doing other things. And yeah, I didn't do that. And for like eating healthy or whatever, I ate what I wanted and ordered what I wanted, drank when I wanted. It was just, I'm more lax now than I've ever been before. I think in the past, I would still try to find the healthiest thing or really be stressed about traveling especially if it was a vacation that involved the beach or like wearing a bikini because then I didn't want to be bloated or have you know food influence the way I looked but this time I really I didn't care and another thing is with traveling and going on a plane it really messes with your digestion and you will just naturally be bloated because the elevation of a flight just um, messes up your system and so that all of these factors just come together and you may not feel your very best but at the end of the day again it's not a forever thing in the moment you are only going to have those experiences and those memories from that trip so why spend it being anxious and stressing about it so okay after that um it was just me and one of my other friends who then flew to calgary and that's in alberta and then we did Banff, and that's a very nature-focused trip, which is exactly what I wanted and what I needed. I'm very glad I did Banff second because it was a nice transition from city to more nature. And that was just like a lot of nice drives and um, hikes and waterfalls, like so many uh, things related to that. And we, you have to rent a car in uh, Banff we did also for Vancouver for half for half of it so we did it for three days but for Banff you need to do it for like the whole time you can't really get anywhere on foot and we actually stayed in Canmore because it was more low-key and it's not it wasn't as stressful it's like a 20-minute drive from Banff but it was still like there's still uh, stores and food options and places to stay there a lot of it is Airbnbs which um, I think it's like where we stayed it used to be a hotel but like all of the suites are now being used as airbnbs and that was great um and most of the time you're not even at your airbnb or wherever you're like out and about so yeah you definitely need a car do the drive from banff to jasper it was it's rated i think the number one one of the most scenic uh drives in north america it was so beautiful and yes, there was some smoke and every year, like we were talking to a Uber driver 
on the way back and he was saying like honestly every year there is smoke from the wildfires so you can't really avoid it it's something that's i feel like is just gonna be here and maybe you're lucky that on some days it'll be less smoky than others there was some smoke for us but it truly didn't take away from the beauty of where we were so if you are deciding whether to go or not like honestly it's never going to be perfect travel is never going to be perfect and that's just a part of it so yeah banff i liked banff more than vancouver because of the nature aspects and it really was what i needed it was very meditative it was very um just like a great and calming experience but it was also very adventurous because like with a car it's kind of road trip style so that was really fun too i will say lake louise was quite overrated we saw so many other lakes and sites that were more i wouldn't say more breathtaking but like we didn't really get the hype of lake louise because there were so many more comparable ones and nicer looking ones than that so if you miss it you know it's fine you're not gonna i promise you there is other places that will be less crowded and still look nice and that's all i have to say about that um but other than that that pretty much i guess sums it up and i if you want like specific recommendations of like places we ate and like things uh we did then uh, message me and i will give you all of it okay so now i'm gonna go into a little q a and this was on my story if you don't follow me i'm at her.healthful on instagram so be sure to follow me there so you can ask questions on the next one okay so somebody asked me how to find balance with school so i'm guessing this is like if you have school and also like maybe social media on the side that's my case so how i find balance is i have to uh, organize and make lists and that is something that really helps me i can't keep everything in my head or else i will be very overwhelmed and it like nothing will get done essentially so what i do is on sundays i will sit down and i will take out my planner and i will write out what i need to do in the week for both um social media so my page her healthful and also grad school what i need to do and then from my weekly to-do list i will try to um put them on certain days so if i want to break down a task i will maybe time slot it into different um times throughout the week and knowing that like things happen and sometimes things take longer things take shorter you know it's not supposed to be too rigid but it's more just like a plan that helps me not have everything in my head and prioritizing like what is very important right now if there's something that's due for um my grad studies then maybe i'll be less active that week on social media but if i if i have time managed the way that i wanted to then hopefully i will have had some content planned or you know things already organized so that during the week i'm not really feeling guilty i guess about neglecting one or the other but overall i think it's something I'm, i struggle with because i um kind of feel split between two things like 
I really love psychology, but I also really love health and wellness. And I know those are so intertwined and they are definitely connected because mental health is literally everything. But at the same time, these are two different uh, passion projects that I'm, I guess, pursuing. So I feel in a limbo, like I'm in a limbo right now. And eventually I hope to find some cohesion and some marriage between these two and yeah so that's list organization getting everything out of your head is very very helpful to me and hopefully that will help you as well and i also use the passion planner um my friend on instagram like i met her on instagram at be well with kayla she had like posted a lot about it and i decided to get it and it's very very helpful because it has like an hourly um setup so i really like to use that for my scheduling okay let's see somebody asked how to get started with instagram and gain a following okay so when i first started my instagram it was like you have to look at your purpose and your why behind starting an instagram and like why do you want to gain a following so your purpose can't be oh i just want a lot of followers like that is not going to be motivating for you first of all it's not going to produce authentic content from you it's gonna like people are smart they can tell when um people are in it just for the the numbers essentially so it will not translate well into the audience and that will just do the opposite of what you want and you want an engaged audience you want people who are interested in what you have to say in your content so just yeah reflect on your why first so if it's just to gain followers you need to change that you need to you know think about it more and see what your true reason is behind all of this i'm not saying numbers don't matter like at the end of the day if your business is on instagram the numbers do matter and if you want brand deals and collaborations your engagement matters but it's not the whole thing and it shouldn't be your purpose behind your instagram page but i would say to get started find like what do you want your page to be on is it healthy recipes is it like are you a nutritionist who's trying to give advice like what are you kind of focusing on find your niche and really go off and produce content produce quality content that you consistently post so that anyone who's following you knows you're a reliable person to follow like you're not going to just ghost Uh, for weeks on end and i'm not saying social media breaks shouldn't be taken for sure they should i've done them before and they're very very therapeutic but in the start you need to kind of show the content you'll be producing and putting out and don't be afraid to post every day multiple times a day i know it is so tiring but that is the best way to get started put some thought into your content like in your captions um engage with your stories put in question boxes polls like anything that helps people get to know you more q a's are really helpful for that and follow people who inspire you who are in your field or niche that you kind of look up to or want to produce content similar to theirs but again inspiration over straight up copying them people can tell when you are copying somebody else in the field or being inauthentic so just just really hone in on your personality and be yourself and i promise over time with consistency quality 
engagement you will grow a following you just have to be patient and again reflect on your why um somebody else asked what do you do when you find yourself um falling into old harmful habits or not doing your helpful habits okay so for me one of the biggest motivators is for example after my vacation i had obviously like during my vacation i wasn't doing the habits that i normally do that make me feel good my morning routine all of that stuff because i'm on vacation i'm fine not doing that right so getting back home it's been really hard for me to sort of get back into the habits that i had that helped me feel my best because i had not been doing them for a while so what motivates me is looking and reflecting on my past self i know that there was a version of me literally three weeks ago who was engaging in these healthy habits who was able to do a workout that maybe I am really struggling through right now. Like there was a workout I did this week that killed me, even though a few weeks ago it was not as bad. So just knowing that at some point in your past, there was a version of you that could do all of these things and that was on top of this stuff and um, having these healthy habits, that should be so motivating for you because it shows you that you're able to do it. Like you did it already. Now you just have to get back into the flow of things. So just be patient with yourself. Be gentle. Take that past self as a reminder for what you've accomplished, what you can do and what you're capable of. And just maybe sit down and reflect with why you're maybe engaging in harmful habits. I don't know what this looks like for you. And again, we're in the summer, so let loose have fun don't worry too much about things that you might not be doing as much as you do in other times like your self-care regimen or working out or whatever it is for you but if i would say if it's really harming you and the people around you take some time to sit down journal it out like write like literally list your habits that you're not super proud of right now or you want to improve and see if you could if you can think of how it's harming you and other people and how you can address it or change it and again i think i mentioned this in every episode but small steps are really the way to go don't just say i'm going to change all of these 10 habits in one day and you know that's going to work for me it's just not pick one pick like something to do or maybe a few to do each week like small steps towards them and that will really be the best uh, long term let's see what's next okay somebody asked how to make every day not feel the same while working from home lol this is tough uh i definitely feel this i feel like a lot of us feel this but uh so routines are definitely important but i can totally relate to in terms of it becoming stagnant and sometimes when that happens it's not motivating you just feel like you're living in a simulation like many of us i'm sure at some point during the pandemic have felt but maybe doing a little something out of routine each day that you can possibly look forward to so on some days i like to do a walk 
at a time that I usually don't do a walk, then maybe it's to a destination to try a cafe that I've never tried. And like that's my little thing that might shake up the day and make it feel different from the other days. So you can do that at lunchtime, you can do it when you need a break. Just think walks in general might really help because you're getting outside, you're getting some fresh air. And trying somewhere new and somewhere that's like not gonna break your bank, like a cafe, can be actually really exciting because I think the pandemic has made us appreciate those small little things. So spicing it up with something like that could make your days feel different. Obviously, you can't do that every day, but something small to sprinkle in in some of the days or even one day could help um, make days feel a little different. And I think that's my main tip for that. Other than that, you can also uh, have things to look forward to in the evenings, you know, make sure you take that time to rest and relax and also make sure that uh, if you're feeling burnt out to respect that and to not ignore it because over time you're going to actually be less productive and more anxious. Okay, so yeah, hopefully that helped. Let's see some other questions. I'll probably just do like one or two more before we wrap this up. Also, <laughs> I totally forgot to do the rose, thorn, and bud. So I don't even know if I'm going to do it this episode. Okay, well, maybe I will end with my rose, thorn, and bud. Wow, I can't believe I forgot to do that. This is, it's been a long week. It's Friday now, and I'm in the mood for the weekend. Okay. Somebody asked tips for applying to grad school and writing personal statements. Make sure you ask your references early on for like them being your references. That's important. You don't want to wait till the last minute. Personal statements. If there's somebody who you were a research assistant for or kind of got to know like as a professor or somebody who's kind of in that more experienced position, try to work with them in terms of them looking over drafts and giving feedback and on your personal statement you really want to focus on your strengths and your experiences especially experiences that are relevant to the person you're applying to this is applying to psych so if you're applying to a certain individual look them up and look at what they study what they research and what do they kind of gravitate towards in terms of methods and then see what experiences you have that align with what they are studying and what methods they're using and just like really amp that up in your personal statement they don't really like when you give some big um, narrative about your life like you can put some personal touches to it but i would say uh less is more in terms of that but yeah, I think those are my big tips for it. I obviously can't comment on specific things because I'm not even sure which type of grad school this is. But those are my tips for like if you're applying to psych. Um, okay, let me do one more question. I just screenshotted these, but they're kind of out of order. Um, so somebody asked, did you have an eating disorder? And I talked about... This is my second episode of my health journey on the podcast. I was never diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I definitely had restrictive eating patterns. And I would say I had some form of orthorexia because I was very much obsessed with healthy eating and food and like planning everything to a T. And I actually lost my period because of it. So if you're experiencing anything similar, definitely check out that episode 
and I get way more into details about all of it. So I was never diagnosed, but I do think I had an obsession and technically orthorexia is not even in a manual for diagnosing people, but I feel like eventually it might be. It's just kind of hard because healthy eating is supposed to be good for you, right? So it's like taking something that's technically um, beneficial and saying that it's actually a disorder. It's a very fine line and I understand why they might not have added it yet, but I think anything taken to an extreme is just not healthy, even if it is actually incorporating healthy habits. Okay, so let's end this off with my rose, thorn, and bud. And so my rose for, I guess I'll do it for the past two weeks because I was away. Um, my rose was probably, probably I would just say my trip to Banff and all of the nature and the scenery, like it was just all beautiful. And I'm so grateful to have even went there and experienced it. I would say it was like the rose of my summer, maybe even of my year, because it was just such a, it was a gift to go there. And I definitely recommend if you're in Canada or even if you're not from Canada, just put it on your bucket list. Trust me, it's very much worth it. My thorn, I think, was mm, probably just like trying to uh, get back into my routine, struggling a bit, being a little hard on myself about it. And yeah, that's pretty much uh, it for my thorn. I think eventually I will get into the hang of things, but trying to show myself grace, it's easier said than done. So we're working on it. Okay, lastly, my bud, something I'm looking forward to. I am hosting a housewarming party tonight. I have been living here for uh three months now so i moved in in may 1st um in my place downtown with my boyfriend and so now with the covid restrictions kind of easing up we are able to have indoor gatherings and it's still you know covid safe people are vaccinated and obviously respecting the limits of how many people are going to be there but i'm super excited because i haven't seen some of these people for like two years and yeah it's going to be i don't know if i'm going to be more or less socially anxious than usual because even if like just big things like that can get me anxious and i've never hosted a party here before or i don't think in general so that'll be interesting but we will get some drinks going and have a good time and i think honestly what's maybe most uh like i'm not anxious to talk to people and stuff but it's more just like my different friend groups meeting and hoping that they mesh well and it's not awkward because there's nothing a host never wants a party to be awkward like that's a nightmare so hopefully it will be fine and yeah that's what i'm looking forward to and i think that's where i will wrap this episode up so i hope you have a great weekend sorry this is being posted a little late you can clearly tell I'm all over the place. I forgot to do my rose thorn and bud. But yeah, I am just going to, again, ease into my routine. Have a relaxing weekend. I hope you do the same. And I will see you next week. Okay, bye.